We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast, your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. Thank you so much for downloading and subscribing. We appreciate each and every one of you, as we appreciate our supporting sponsors of the podcast, the Riverwind Resort, and, of course, Allstate. Uh, a lot to get to on today's podcast. We have just one guest. Jessica Cootie is going to join us. We will look back on the weekend that was for both the men's and women's basketball team, and we'll talk about some of the news surrounding the football team. Uh, big story, of course, Lincoln Riley and Kenneth Murray part of the Football Writers Association of America. All rookie team, if you will, all freshman team. Devontae Lampkin apparently joins a list that already includes Orlando Brown and Mark Andrews of players who are going to jump early to the NFL draft, plus much, much more. So what do you say we get after it? We call our early week edition the game plan. So without any further ado, a very ill but fighting through it, Jessica Cooper. How was life being a fan yesterday, Jess? You were front and center in Stillwater hanging out with the Manning crew. Was it different not to have a mic in your hand and just to be celebrating and yelling like crazy? It really was. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm sick again. Oh, my goodness. We got to get you some Theraflu out there, Jess. This- I know. It's bad. <laughs> like, I just keep going around. I, I, You know what? It's kind of interesting because – I'm the same way. As soon as you get over to something, you start to feel it. You're like, I'm over this. I am good. And then one well, little bit stays around just enough to be a problem. So, so well, I know about five people that got sick once they got back from California. So I think that might be part of the problem. Grant Wade's in. back and maybe, yeah. maybe switched up the atmosphere a little bit, the environment, the weather, all of that. 
Yeah, it's all. No, it was fun. It was fun yesterday. It was pretty cool. Um, you know, it, the game, the score wasn't really. I don't feel like indicative of how hard fought that game was. Um, you know, they had a bad second quarter, but other than that, they played very well in the first quarter and you know fought till the very end. But um, just had a scoring drought there in the second quarter that really put them in a hole that they couldn't get out of. And, and Oklahoma State's got that uh, Warren Goodwin that's uh, or Godwin that's uh, she's boy she's pretty good and <laughs> crazy. She's played a, a different at a different school every year of her career. She started out in North Texas, then transferred I think to UTSA, then transferred to Butler, and then is a graduate transfer to Oklahoma State. And um, boy, she's been able to fit in, and they're lucky to have her. Wow. That's that's borderline impressive to be able to do that. <laughs> I would get lost. I wouldn't know where any of my classes were if I had moved around that much. But, you know, it, for those who don't know, Jess has a very storied basketball tradition. She was a high school superstar and probably would have been a starter for Sherry Cole without knee injuries. Uh, uh, so with that, I wouldn't and, go that far. Well, I will. Uh, but let's, let's just diagnose. I, I'm not worried about this team, Jess. I think they're going to be okay as time progresses and – they're young, and you've got that good mix. But where where do they need a spark right now? Where does where does this OU women's basketball team need to see its most improvement over the next couple of weeks? Boy, Anna Yunusa is really coming along. Yeah, here. Um, she was impressive again yesterday. Maddie kind of stepped up and, and scored a little bit. It was just they get in droughts where um, you know nothing's falling, and then it's like um, you know then to me that's kind of been the problem is they go. They're a team that can really score a lot of points. I mean, you look at the end, and I think they ended up scoring 80-something points. But they go through a drought in the second quarter of seven minutes where they didn't score. So it's like, you know, they, they're a team that can put up points. And it's like, I think they need to not get caught up in, in if something doesn't fall for a couple trips down the down the um, floor and then maybe OSU scores, they can't get panic in that. And, um, you know, got to keep grinding away and, and doing what they've been doing, you know, to put the points on the board the whole game. So... I think they're fine. You know, those um, boy Anna and Shayna are really special. And, um, yeah, I think uh, they're, they're still going to be some exciting basketball. Um, they'll uh, try to bounce back this week. And, boy, they've got a tough, tough stretch here. But um, they've got Oklahoma State back at, in Norman on the 20th of January. So they'll uh, be looking to avenge that one from last night. Yeah, and then just one final thought before we focus on Trey Young and the men's team and, and their big bounce back game against Texas Tech coming up. But you mentioned Shayna and, and Anna, and I'll tell you what, Shayna Pellington is the kind of person that by the by the end of the well, maybe not even by the end of this season, Jess, I think at times when I watch her as a true freshman, she's the best player on the court by far. And I know she had a ton of international experience, but I know everyone wants to see more consistency, but I'm loving what she's bringing right now. I think she's got the chance to be really special. Super athletic, super, yeah. super athletic. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think the way that, um, you know, they play in Canada is a little bit different than here. And so she's trying to find the balance of, um, you know, transferring to the game here and fitting in in this game here. But, yeah, there's no denying her athleticism. Boy, she's electric. She can uh, do some some um, things that can really change a ball game. So she's going to be fun to watch over the next few years. Always fun to watch what uh, Trey Young and the men's team is doing. Tough one on Saturday night. But that that's the book now. People are going to try to get physical with them. I thought that the uh, Sooners were on the wrong end of a few calls in the first half and leveled out a bit in the second half. But it's it can be a little bit of a shock whenever you play that press Virginia 
for the first time, Jess. It's not like you've never seen a press, but they just do things a little differently uh, in Morgantown, and that atmosphere can really be something else like we saw on Saturday night. Yeah, and like we had talked about going into that game is, you know that team had that game circled from a year ago when Jordan Woodard went in there and, and um, hit that crazy last minute, you know, I think twice, you know, had those um, – uh, put the game, put the team on his back, and, and they ended up winning there in Morgantown. And so you got to think they were pretty motivated to play that game. But I thought it pretty interesting that, um, you know, when I was watching Oklahoma play TCU men's basketball, um, the commentators were talking about how TCU's game plan was not necessarily to limit Trey Young's scoring as it was to limit his assists and not allow him to get the piece involved. And I felt like that's kind of what West Virginia did a little bit. Um, you know, he finished with five assists, 29 points, five assists. Looked to me like that was a lot of what the TCU game plan was going into it. So he'll be fine. He'll figure it out. You know, that's what I was listening to Kevin Henry and Toby on the radio, and that's what Kevin said is he's he's a player that can figure it out. He just needs some time to figure it out. So he'll have it figured out by the next time around that those two teams match up and West Virginia comes back to Norman. Um, yeah, it's just kind of like what you said. It's a different kind of look than what they see all year round. And um, and he's such a cerebral, smart player. He'll figure it out by the time it comes around. And, I mean, he's still at 29 points, so. <laughs> That's the best part of it is we're sitting here. Yeah, there were eight turnovers, but he still accounted for 29 points in the game. He's phenomenal at scoring the basketball. Uh, Jess, what about Jamani? I mean, I know you're a fan. I've really enjoyed watching him, getting to know him. He has a great personality. And he's really excelled in situations like that. Yeah, he really steps up to the plate in those big-time games. Uh, he loves it. Um, you know, he's such a – he's got such a cool personality, um, a little different than maybe what you're used to. <laughs> but, um, you know, when the game's on the line, those big-time atmospheres, he seems to really step up and uh, make some of those wow plays that really the team needs. And uh, it gets them going in those atmospheres because – yeah, I mean, it's it's you against the world. You know those atmospheres, and, and that's what they were talking about um, at Wichita State when Money had those two big boxes. The crowd was loud, and they were just all over Oklahoma and, and cheering for Wichita State, and that can make things a little bit difficult. But when Money had those two blocks, it just silenced the crowd. And so that's, that's big to kind of stop the momentum and, and uh, kind of have a guy that can step up and um, do that in, in any given time. And Boy, we see him do it time and time again. On the women's basketball squad, how about the way Gabby's been shooting the ball? I mean, she is uh, she's really found another level. I think what maybe three of four of ten, three of ten the other day, uh, last uh, Sunday. But she's really developing as a scorer, and she can be lethal from behind the three point line. Yeah, boy, when she has that um, that you know confidence and that mindset, she's uh, dangerous back there. That's for sure. Fun to watch, too. All right, let's uh, focus just a tad bit on one of our personal favorites. Congratulations go out to one Patty Gasso, as she is going to be part of uh, Team USA. When you want to win championships, you go get the best coach in softball, right? How cool is this for not just Coach Gasso, but also OU softball? Yeah, that's really awesome. Um, I know she's looking really, really looking forward to it. Just when you have such um, representation, you know, of, of – you know, you look at what Mark Williams did when he had, what, three Sooners, three former mm-hmm. um, athletes on the Olympic team. 
you know, and then you see what Coach Gasso did on the collegiate level and how much he's developed players into becoming such impactful players on the world level. I mean, so deserving, and uh, I think it's really neat. I do too. Uh, in fact, I think I think we're going to get a chance to have Kaylani on tomorrow. We'll see how that plays out, but kind of a cool opportunity for her to be part of Team USA and obviously for Coach Gasso to be coaching the national team as well. All right, so some news breaking, nothing official as of yet, but it appears as if Devontae Lampkin may be foregoing his eligibility to turn pro. We didn't really get a chance to do too much with Devontae. We had a chance to interview him after one of the games, but Boy, Jess, he really started to show out because that interior of the defense played well, and, and you wish him the best, but, man, that, that interior of that defense was really a major reason why the Sooners were able to improve defensively down the stretch. And you hate to see him go, but, you know, just wish him the best, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it seems to happen every year where, you know, that's what we were talking about in the car after the game is, you know, you have your guys that you think every year you have a good feeling they're probably going to go. But then there's a couple that maybe, or one or two that maybe surprise you um, that you don't really maybe think about. And um, I don't think that was one that I had um, thought about maybe leave it. You know, Rodney right. Anderson could go. Um, and so there's Bobby Evans could go. I think I had thought about pretty much everybody but uh, Devontae. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, that happens. And, and the good thing is that they've got some really some depth coming in that um, Rufus Alexander was just raving about. Um on that line, some yeah. players from in the signing class that are going to be able to come in and make an immediate impact. Always works out that way, right? I think it was you and I on Friday were going through the list of players that we thought had an opportunity to turn pro, and no one was really thinking of Devontae. But as you mentioned, Jess, what Calvin Thibodeau, what Ruffin McNeil, what Mike Stoops have done in recruiting on that defensive line – there's going to be some horses. What what does Calvin call them on Twitter? War daddies that are be coming in. I, I think that's going to be a fun position next year. I do, too. I think they've got some good young talent that they're really excited about. Also in the secondary as well, I think just totally defensively what they're bringing in, they're really excited about. And uh, congratulations to Kenneth Murray. Uh, he and Lincoln Riley were honored with the Football Writers Association of America Rookie Awards, which I think is kind of cool that they give a first-year Coach of the Year award. So Lincoln won that, understandably so. And then Kenneth Murray, you know, I I can't wait to watch this guy continue to develop over the next few years, especially when you consider he was playing a new position this year, Jess. Yeah, and you know one thing, um, I know you saw this as well, but you know at times when the defense like needed to pick me up, when they needed a spark, he was one one of the ones over there really – getting after his guys and, and being vocal and trying to get some emotion and energy going. I mean, did you see that out of him? Every oh, time yeah. I looked down, he was kind of the guy that was trying to get things going for the defense. That's what I loved about him. You know, as a, as a true freshman, it's hard enough to make the jump, and I think, I think he was an early enrollee. You make the jump, you're playing college ball, you're fresh out of high school, you get moved essentially to a new position, you go from outside to inside, it's more physical, there's more responsibilities, and then you're even a guy that's not afraid to go over there and, and, and I don't want to, when I say get in guys' faces, I'm not saying anything negative, just not afraid to try to fire guys up. I mean, that's confidence right there. I think this guy's going to be a stud over the next couple of years. And we say it a lot, but fitting, right? How many times did we watch this season and you had to shake yourself and say, oh, yeah, that's right, Lincoln Riley's in his first year as the head coach? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I think several times I forgot that, you know? <laughs> because he was so smooth with everything, man. Yeah, he uh, really was. All right, so how are you going to make it this week, Jess? 
What's going to be the plan? Is it going to be lots of vitamin C? Are you going to have to go back to bed? I mean, this is this is like the – you don't want this developing into that full-blown flu here. I know. I don't know. I'm going to try to um, feel better today and, crank, I don't know, just keep my head down and <laughs> – to get through it. Fun times as always talking Sooner Sports with uh, the star of Sooner Sports TV, Jessica Cootie. Now, uh, one, one thing now that football is in the rear view, we have signing day coming up, the second signing day, if you will, in, uh, in, in February. Obviously, my responsibilities become very much centered on softball over the next couple of weeks. I'm incredibly excited about that. As a matter of fact, uh, as this drops, we're doing a live interview today, I believe on Instagram with Kalani Ricketts. So make sure you're following us uh, at OU Softball to get all the information on that. But with, with that, with that all in mind, uh, I want to get more people on this show that can help tell the story that takes place behind the scenes. I I think that's been one of the fascinating things to learn about for me over the last couple of years, and especially the three years now that I've been living in Norman is what goes into everything from travel to game day to uh, TV to radio. There's so many people and so many stories, and and they're all sports fans, and they know their stuff, so you can get some great perspective, which is why coming up on Friday's edition, we'll welcome Theron Smith, and he'll probably still be on his Tennessee Titan high after the Titans won on Saturday, but uh, we'll have Theron on with this. And listen, looking ahead, one of my favorite guys, period. The first day I started doing OU football sidelines with Toby and then got the opportunity to do baseball, one of the first people I met was Greg Tipton. And uh, he's not only a great dude, he's an incredibly hard worker and very good at his job. So Tip's going to join us coming up on next week's show. I'd kind of been stalking him a little bit. Uh, they're so busy with everything that goes into – not only baseball season right around the corner, recapping football, just hired a volleyball coach. So uh, Tip's going to be joining us coming up around the corner. And uh, I urge everyone, get in touch with me. I'd love to know some different topics you'd like for us to tackle. Toby, as a regular part of this podcast as well, too, you can hit us up at OU on the air. Toby's personal account is at T-Row-O-U. I'm at Plank Show. If there's any, ever any guests, ever any topics that you want us to tackle, we'll definitely do so and, and look forward to doing that over the next couple of weeks. The countdown to softball and baseball is on. We're in the midst of OU Hoops, Trey Young Fever. Listen, if you don't have tickets to tonight's big showdown with Texas Tech, you can get in the door for as cheap as $10. So make sure you do that. Go to Soonersports.com slash tickets. All right, everyone have a great start to your week. We'll be back on Friday. Until then, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Yeah.